Should I do some drumming? Yeah, go for it. Oh, I can't. I need two pens. I can't do it with one. Mm. Oh, I can't. No, I need two pens. Oh, I saw a pen, by the way. <laughs> Whoa, nice. See, lightning reflexes. Very good. Go for the drums. It's going to be crap. Go for it. I'm a nervous. <laughs> People. Welcome to Walkie Talkie. I am here with uh, Abigail. And I'm here with Jochem. And this is a podcast for students where each week we discuss a topic related to student life or whatever else is going on in our lives. We review a topic and speak of our experiences with it and it's a great way to relax between your studies. And yeah, the podcast is uh, called Walkie Talkie because, well yeah, uh, we walk and talk. And the topic for this week's episode is astrology. At B, how are you? This is the end of the year. How are you? Hot. You're hot. <laughs> it's All too right. hot. <laughs> too hot. Hot damn. <laughs> All right. We already made our jokes before. So anyway, it's not good anymore. Okay. Hey, but uh, it's the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, although it's not really the end of the year. I mean, we're recording this early. Yeah, we're lying. Yeah, yeah, let's not lie. I think that's not fair. It's November. <laughs> it's November, but we are recording this. Uh, and uh, again, we're inside because uh, this time we really need to be inside. Mm-hmm. Eh? Because um, what we want to do, I guess, we're, uh, we thought first about uh, New Year resolutions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought it was fun that we do like something like predictions. Yeah. And then you said... Astrology. Astrology. Yeah, because you, you can do that stuff, right? Yeah. Um... And actually quite good. You're really knowledgeable yeah, of it. Yeah, I'm just trying to think about how to word it. Yeah, yeah so... because we... Oh, may, sorry for interrupting. No, 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 go. Uh, you want to make sure that it comes across like, you know, just a genuine interest, blah, blah, blah. And you don't want to sort of, uh, you know, I think we're both... Uh, you don't want it to be like made fun of, right? I don't mind people making fun ah, of it because right. that's it, that's fine. Um, because I think people who make fun of it don't understand it yeah. the way I do. Yeah. Um, so uh, horoscopes, for example, I don't believe in them. Mm-hmm. I think they're crap actually because they don't take into account all of your chart, which is what I'll go into, is that everyone has a full chart which explains yeah. their life and who they are and how they express themselves. And... Um, yeah, I feel like I'd probably be more cynical if I didn't think that it applied to a lot of people in my life and yeah. me, myself. Yeah. And I've mentioned to you before that I use, like, financial astrology. I use it to, you know, make decisions and stuff. So, and I, I find that it, it's quite powerful. Yeah. So. No. And, you know, I am, uh, I am a researcher, right? Mm-hmm. So I should be open to at least try. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to ignore from the beginning, you're not a real researcher. Yeah. So, you know, I am critical mm-hmm. but definitely not uh not cynical or uh against it by any means mm-hmm. but you know I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it and uh i'm really actually actually quite excited yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> so, so excited that i hardly could sleep last night so uh <laughs> no. you have to have a nap today <laughs> yeah i did a light, nice afternoon nap 30 minutes on the floor worked well 
On the floor? Slept on the floor, yeah. Just oh, for, no. yeah. And then uh, it was good. And then, uh, yeah, well, anyway, yeah, good. So um, predictions for 2023, right? Yeah. Yeah, all right. And then specifically for people like uh, made tailored for me. Yeah, so I'm going to look at my chart and your chart, but I also do some general things for other people as well, like general planet alignments that will apply to every single person. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, I thought today what I could do is like break it down into basics and then you might understand what I'm talking about. But also, if you enjoy this, research it a little bit in your own time. It's yeah. quite fun, actually. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to believe in it. I just find it quite fun. Yeah. I enjoy listening to other people's opinions on it. Mm -hmm. And like, um, I even get like people like my dad into it who's like not into that at all but he's like it's, a, it's something going on in the moon today because i feel this <laughs> yeah but you're his daughter so he's not this this uh this uh this n is one is not per, i guess uh, but literally i've gotten like so many people like who i work with as well to be interested in it and like hmm what's going on here like ah, I, feel, right. I feel something in the water ah is so. there something in the water here blood in the water blood in the water <laughs> oh, oh. eclipse season <laughs> okay there you go um no, uh, and I was also, you know, I, I thought we would be having like candles and, uh, you know, uh, 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 all these stuff. But no, it's actually not. It's scientific. No, it's scientific because Abby is sitting here with an iPad yes. full of difficult charts that I can't, uh, charts that I can't understand. <laughs> uh, apparently, I got the planets uh, all over aligning. Uh, you have. Yeah, my chart looks, you know, I got to, uh, to me, it seems that I'm going to have a crazy year. Yours is almost like... Um, a uh, an octagon? Is that an octagon? Uh, 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 um, could be. I'm not sure what it uh, is. That no, I know hexagon. Octagon must be eight. So okay. yeah, yeah. Um, a thing with eight corners, I guess. Right? Yeah. Actually, it's funny. I put. I think I was saying about our charts together. They look like a pentagram. Well, there we go already. Anyway, okay. Um, so I'm gonna be happy because I know what 2023 will bring for me then. Uh, but how are we going to do this? Uh, the structure, maybe it's nice for the people to listen, that are listening. Oh, that's actually funny, by the way. We can make a comparison with a f weather forecast. I mean, weather forecasts are scientific. They are indeed. Why can't planet circling be scientific? Well, this is what I want to say to everybody listening, is that astrology and astronomy are two different things. Yes. Astrology is zodiac signs. Astronomy is like study of the the sky and the planets yeah so uh, astronomy is looking into telescopes and uh, that sort of stuff yeah right? have you seen uh, have you seen the movie don't look up um i have actually oh, yeah I, yeah too. Like, i thought uh, it was very week. good i yeah. thought it was really good no yeah but i feel like it flew over people's heads which is interesting because i feel like that it was almost like a social commentary on what would happen and then the audience kind of did what they said would happen is that it just went oh whatever yeah, but I think it had a couple of very nice sort of layers in it. And I thought the smartest was basically, you know, the ending where it's like, yeah, well, it ended well with the sort of the point that they wanted to make money. I thought that was funny from this thing that came in. And Ivy oh, is totally ignoring me. I am listening to you, darling. Right. No, no, no. I, you think you can multitask, but you can't. It's because I, I just pressed something and the thing just went off as well. Okay, so I'm going to talk about all the sun signs. I'm just going to break them down. What is the difference between sun and moon signs? So your sun. Uh -huh. Oh, this is interesting, actually. Your hmm. sun sign is what you are. So uh -huh. I am. Your moon sign is what you feel. Ah, right. And your rising sign is how you appear to others okay. the first time you meet. Alrighty. And is that always, is that is that sort of a, 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 um, a standard thing? So that decides on when you were born and stuff? 
Uh, you always have the same star, moon, yes, and rise. Yes, yeah, you will always have the same fixed placements. Um, so, yeah, you, you will always be a Virgo. Yeah. Me. Just, right, yeah, yeah. That won't change day to day. You'll always be a Virgo. True story. So, yeah, we have all 12 sun signs. Um, we have, to begin with, Aries. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a ram. Ah, a ram. A ram. Yeah. All right. Okay. Aries. Oh, sorry. Oh, this was a sign. Okay. Yeah. Aries. Uh, and then you have Taurus. Yeah, I know that. You have um, Gemini. That's you, right? No. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, yours is Taurus. Gemini, so the trailing. Oh, trailing, yes. Oh, that's my sister. Uh, Gemini. Yeah, Gemini. Um, then you have Cancer. Yes, that is... Uh, what is a Cancer? It's the um, crab. Oh, Kreeft. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, all right. Sorry, we're um, doing some Dutch just Oh, no, it's because, like, yeah, me, uh, I, 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 I don't yeah. know Dutch, but I don't know if that's correct. Yeah. Um, and then you have uh, a Leo. Yep. Lion. Yeah. Uh, then you have um, Virgo. Yeah, you. That's me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have a Libra, which is a vague scarling. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And then you have um, Scorpio. Yeah. Scorpio. Uh, Sagittarius, which is me. Yeah, that is the... Uh, Archer. Oh, yeah, the both shooter. Yeah. There we go. Um, and then we have um, Capricorn, Steinbock. Yeah. Um, Aquarius, Vatterman. Mm -hmm. And then Pisces, the Visser. Ah, the? Pisces, Visser. Visser, Pisces, all right. Yeah. So, yeah, those are your 12 signs. Yeah. Um, they all fall into four different elements. You've got fire, earth, water, and... Uh, yeah, yeah. So, just like the Pokemons, by the way. Just like Pokemon, yes. Yeah, like Pokemon. <laughs> um, Gotta get your yeah. <laughs> Charizard <laughs> with no, your fire. Yeah. No, oh yeah, fire. Fire signs: Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, Air, Gemini, Aquarius, Libra, Water, Scorpio, um, Cancer, and yeah, you already Pisces. said you already said those, right? Are you repeating it? So, oh yeah, the, the I'm putting them into elements. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Okay. And then Earth yeah. sign. So, are you riding with us at home? <laughs> Earth sign. Take your notes. Virgo, Capricorn, and um, Taurus. Yeah. So, all four elements. All right. All of them are ruled by different planets. Okay. So you have Leo ruled by the Sun. Cancer. The Sun by is the not moon. a planet. It's a, it's a star. Yes, but it's classed as it in this. Oh, all right. Interesting. <laughs> Just like you've got the moon, which rules cancer. Yeah, uh, uh, okay. Sorry, I got you now. Because um, they all have different things as well. So the moon would be metal. Some would be gold. They all have to, everything has a different thing ah, to it. All right. okay? I'm not going to go into that. Um, then you've got Venus, which is ruled uh, by uh, Libra and Taurus. Mm -hmm. Jupiter, which is Sagittarius and Pisces. Virgo and Gemini's Mercury, which is communication. Ah. Um, and then I think Scorpio is Pluto, maybe. No, it can't be. Or Neptune. I can't remember which one. I, th yeah, I think the other one. Because the Pluto is not really a planet. It's a, it's... No, no. Well, the thing is, like, some of these star signs used to have planets assigned to them before. So Pisces would have been Neptune in a traditional astrology. It's now Jupiter. I don't know why, to be honest. I don't really know. Well, uh, well, this is look. Here we already get to my problem a little bit. Can I say something about this? <laughs> yes, you can. You know, Pluto was found in 1963, something like that. Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. People at home can Google this. 
astrology has been around for much longer than that. Yeah, so people are already talking about planets, then suddenly there's a new planet and they need to fix it in. Uh, so all, all of the planets have different things as well. Okay. So Venus is the planet of love and beauty. So when you see a Libra, I've never seen an ugly Libra. They're gorgeous. Ah, all right. Libras are pretty. Hmm. Um, Jupiter is planet of luck and money and like, yeah, right. Um, Saturn is planet of constriction and boundaries. It's not a nice placement to have. I can say that because I got a Capricorn rising, which is Saturn, and it ain't nice. Ah, currently, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right, this year. I would always have a Capricorn rising. Oh, all right. So you always have boundaries. Gee. I'll always go through bad times. Um, Little Abigail. I know. It's terrible, isn't it? But um, can you hear my stomach rumbling? Or no. Oh, all right. Okay. Hopefully it's not on the recording. It's not, I can't hear it. <laughs> sorry, I'm just interrupting you all the time. All you actually are. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I also want some airtime. No, okay. I shut no. up. Um, what was I saying? You were with the Satur uh, thingy that was boundaries. Oh, yeah, yeah. So each planet will have different kind of things assigned to it. Yeah. So, but did we get all the plans now? And what is assigned to it? Because people at home may want to know. Oh, okay. So, Mercury is communication. Yeah. Um, and then you've got um, a full chart, which is where well, you have 12 houses. Um, first house, which is normally your rising sign. This yeah. is your how you appear. So, this is your body, the first impressions you give, and how you approach life. Second house, which is where my moon is. That's your money and your income, your habits and your work ethic. Mm -hmm. um, third house is your mind, so how you communicate, how you think, uh, your communication with siblings, your neighbours, and maybe like primary school, like early education. Mm -hmm. Then your fourth house is your home and your family, um, your mother, your child, women, general like femininity. There's a fourth house, which is family. Mm -hmm. Fifth house is romance uh like love affairs creativity um like childlike spirit maybe even fertility How, what does creativity have to do with romance i don't understand you said romance and then you said love and then yes what it says here. oh creativity okay apparently that falls under romance yeah. all right good point like self-expression and things ah, all right. like creative and yeah okay romantic. interesting um sixth house is health and fitness um being analytical um organization kind of sense of purpose or usefulness all right seventh house um which is this is what um libra rules because mm -hmm. it's the house of relationships and marriage um also like contracts as well like business partners um and sort of equality and sharing cheers uh eighth house um this is the house of um I would say like connection and merging, so intimacy, um, also maybe like shared finances um, and like resources for your partner, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, ninth house, um, I got this mixed up earlier, sorry, is travel and philosophy and higher education and law um, and maybe religion as well. Um, tenth house is career, like long-term goals, also your public image. So a lot of people that are politicians tend to have a planet in the tenth house. Mm. Um, also fathers and like masculinity. Eleventh uh, house is groups and friends, uh, social awareness, and also like hopes and wishes for the future. It's quite a lucky sort of house. The eleventh house is luck. Yeah. Okay. Um, so for example, I've got a lot of placements in the eleventh house. Yeah, I know. That's why I was yeah. already signifying yeah. it. Yeah. 
And then finally, the 12th house, which is probably the one I would not want to have something in, but I do have placements in this house. Ah. Uh, this is endings and death and afterlife and hidden beliefs and spirituality and oh, yeah. closure. Okay. Um, so it can also be positive then, right? I mean, it, it can you, be positive, yeah. If you put a closure yeah. to something bad, that's good. Yeah, it's kind of the house of the subconscious. Mm. So um, I wouldn't say trauma, but maybe sort of like beliefs and, and karma. Sure. So, for example, because I've got a Capricorn rising, I'm somebody that will probably experience a lot of karma from other people. So if someone does me wrong, they're going to get karma from me because ah. I have a lot of wounds in the 12th All right. House. Okay, interesting. So those are the 12 houses. All right. Cool. Uh, do I need to do anything else? I don't know this was the introduction to everything? Yeah. All right. And now what should people do when they want to watch uh, their star signs in their houses? Okay, so first off, you need to do your birth chart. Okay. So you need to go on to, um, I use a website called AstroSeek. AstroSeek. Not sponsored. <laughs> AstroSeek.com. Yes, AstroSeek.com. Um, go on to birth natal chart online calculator. All right, a calculator. Put in your um, date of birth. It really only works if you know the actual time you were born, because otherwise you won't get your rising sign. There you go. And so then you won't get it. So, for example, when people look at horoscopes, they go, oh, so I'm a Taurus. But actually what they need to be doing is looking at a rising sign because the sun sign is, is crap. I'm going to be totally brutally honest. I don't know the exact time I was born. Mm. My dad says, he, I'm pretty sure it's 11-11 because uh, I remember it because he was like, I was absolutely having an anxiety attack and I remember the time. 11-11 right, <laughs> in the morning. So that, uh, yeah, in okay. the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I know for damn sure it was 11 o'clock. Right. So I'm like, because okay. Because he was having a panic attack. <laughs> he turned around to the nurse and he was like, I need to go and get a Belgian bun because I can't handle this anxiety. Ah, righty. And, uh, yeah. Belgian bun. Because I wouldn't come out. Is that the word for a drink? No, an actual Belgian bun. Um, so, yeah, 11 o'clock would be mine. All righty. Um, so, yeah. No, 11, 11. 11 and then 11. there's the degree. Okay, yeah. All right. Awesome. Cool. I didn't know all this. And you're like, I don't want to either. <laughs> yeah, I do. I find it, it fascinating. I find it very fascinating. I find, I, I, I get great enjoyment from it. Call me sad, but I don't care. People will be like, oh, that's a bit weird. And I'm like, you know where I get growth from? I'm from this podcast. I learn a lot. Oh, Plus, I'm I think glad, it's fun. sweetie. I'm glad. And uh, also not alone. So that's also good. You're going to do my stuff yes. for 23. But is there, again, is there like a sort of a standard thing that you have in general? And then you have something for each month, year or whatever? Um, well, I thought because we're doing your chart, let's just break down a tiny little bit about what is in each thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I, and then uh, but, I'll do the prediction. But let's say that you just fill in, you know, uh, do I have a basic standard chart? Yes. And that's this one. Yeah. And chart, that... Your chart will never change. Will ah, all right. I thought it was a line. specific one for 23. Um, well, yeah, you'll have basically your, your chart, which never changes, but the planets that rule your houses ah. will be different each year. Okay, so the inside of the circle, that's me. Yeah. And then the outer circles is the planet sort of moving yeah, and around. Those and those, will, those are, are okay. Yeah. I got um, you now. Hey, and one question that I thought of while I was on, in the bathroom is where is the Earth in all this uh, thing? Earth is not counted. Ah, yeah, I because like we are on Earth. As well. Earth is not counted. Because we are on Earth. Because we're on Earth. Uh -huh. yeah. All right. So if, if I'm on Mars, my whole thing is going to be different. Well, this is an interesting question that I had with my friend a while back, and I tried to get him into astrology, and I was into it. Hello, friend. Um, 
Uh, Without name. Like, well, when we move to Mars, does that mean that then we'll have an Earth sign? And you yeah. know, if you move to, how would it work? And I was like, it's interesting because, like, obviously these signs are also constellations. So there's a Sagittarius constellation. Yeah. So, and the Jupiter planet, they're all quite interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's a good question. If I was to say any sign would be Earth, it would be uh, Taurus. If you were to say, if okay. I was to pick one, uh-huh. yeah. Um, okay. So let's look at your chart then. Um, Joachim is a Virgo sun. Are we still, re- do you have the right time? Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Joachim is a Virgo sun. Yes, correct. With a Pisces moon. Alrighty. A Virgo. And that's Pisces is a fishing. A Pisces is a fishing, yeah. Uh, and a Virgo rising. All right. We think. Okay, well, I was born in eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Around about. Yeah, around yeah. about, so we think. Um, I can check it, I mean, then I should call my dad. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, a Virgo Mercury. Okay. A Leo Venus. A Gemini Mars, which explains why he's so excitable all the time. That's a Gemini Mars for sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, Leo Jupiter. And then you've got Saturn, uh, Uranus, Neptune in Capricorn. And there was the... What was it again? Capricorn. Yeah. Um, it's the... Oh, yeah, the Kreeft. No, Steinbock. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah, that's my mum. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and then you've got Pluto and Scorpio. And Lilith in Sagittarius. So, yeah, so you have four fire elements, 15 earth, you're very earthy. There you go. Uh, two air signs and six water. Okay. Okay, your son's in the 12th house, which is the house that you don't want it to be in. <laughs> okay. Because it means you're sort of like, um, it, it's, a, it's a desire for perfection. Um, well, tell me something new. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Oh, it says here, these people usually do not get full recognition for their abilities and efforts, but they don't tend to mind. They are satisfied with their simple, quiet life. Uh, if they become managers, they'll do their job inconspicuously and with modesty. Their services to other people are an area in which they are likely to achieve recognition and satisfaction. Cheers. These people are usually interested in research, even though they may feel the need to interact with <laughs> But those are different matters. They often feel alienated, even in the middle of a social event. <laughs> That's your son. It's quite correct, I must say. Yeah. Pretty annoying. Although I'm not actually agreeing with the point uh, that I agree with what I make, because this is the whole fight I'm even having now that I need more recognition for what I do. Oh, no, yeah, of course, yeah. And th- there'll be other things in your chart that will balance it out. All right, cheers. So uh, let's talk about your moon sign, um, which is, we've got the same moon sign. Yeah, such rising No? Pisces. Ah, exactly, fish, Pisces. Uh, Pisces, yeah. Pisces, yeah. The fish. The fish, yes. Yeah. Um, you've got in the sixth house, which is um, the house of um, health and fitness. Moon in the sixth house indicates reliable people who provide services to other people. They take care of things that need changes and improvements. They have constructive ideas and they are restless and go through many changes in life. Um, They also tend to create emotional tension with others. (laughs) Cheers. Um, But Pisces moon, and I can say this because I have it and it's so correct. My dad has it too. Very perceptive to surroundings and Mm -hmm. somewhat sensitive. For me, it is manifest in like being very obsessive. 
um, and being like, I get hooked on things and then I like analyze it to a T. Your Mercury is also in the 12th house, which means that your communication very much comes from your subconscious mind. So your subconscious is ruling the shy. Um, your decisions are based on emotions instead of logical thinking, which is interesting because you said that you always try to think rationally and then now you're trying to be more intuitive. Oh, yeah, no, um, but that was rationally irrational. Ra remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was actually not really rational. Yeah. Kind of like, to me, wanting to be carefree. Mm. They want to be carefree, maybe even a bit careless, but they also still have like this preciseness about them. So, yeah, quite scientific. It says here they have a talent for economy. Cheers. Uh, Venus and Leo in the 11th house, which is nice because this is the house of the future and technology and friends. Also, your Venus sign is how you love as well. And it's also how you're attracted to other people. Mm -hmm. So Venus and Leo is like uh, very loyal, I think. And when you commit, you commit. Yeah. Um, so kind of Leo, Venus there. Uh, that's um, really me, actually. It's quite an eye. Yeah. Um, this house points to benefits gained from contact with friends and social networking um they have you have a talent for organizing social activities and tend to be quite friendly to a lot of people um and you often have some kind of artistic talent cheers um but yeah venus is is sensuality and love and harmony and tells us who we're attracted to even the way we dress um can really affect the way we see people based on our venus sign mm, okay so like you might like someone who's dressed a bit more clean and neat other people might be a bit more scruffy that kind of thing yeah uh, Mars in Gemini. This is a very interesting one. Um, I feel like this is your best placement. <laughs> you feel this is my best placement? Okay. Yeah, because it makes you like really fun okay. to be around. Cool. I'm interested. Let's hear um, it. So obviously Mars is like how you express your anger and your energy and your courage. Yeah. Um, Gemini is like never stops moving. They're like always on the go. They're like here, there and everywhere. Um, and they always have loads of ideas. Um, and sometimes their energy is quite fragmented. So it can be a little bit here, there, or everywhere. Yep. Um, I would say that you're probably not an overly aggressive person. Nope. No, you're Never probably not an aggressive fight. person, yeah. Um, I think with Mars and Gemini, it's like I'm, I'm more like psychologically do it. So I've got more intelligence on my side than like brute force mm -hmm. of aggressiveness. Huh. Mars in the ninth house in Gemini is like very interested in traveling and philosophy and sports but they tend to be, like, um, quite opinionated people, like, to put their opinion across in a kind of constructive way. Um, maybe slightly impatient, but this is really a very good sign for people that love to travel abroad and are constantly traveling, and you travel back and forth all the time. Yep, I've seen places. We have the same 11th house Jupiter. Okay. Um, which is in Leo. Jupiter is your luck and your happiness. It's like the planet of expansion and your optimism. Um, so it symbolizes like growth and faith and kind of how you will um, progress in life. Mm. Um, so yeah, in the 11th house, you're really going to be fulfilling your dreams and goals in life. It's a great placement to have. Um it's also really good for like friends and companions that help you progress in life. So for example, your supervisor says, oh, by the way, I've got this job in work if you want it, blah, blah, blah. And it connects you and then you move mm -hmm. communication and friendship and stuff like that. Um, so your success is normally the result of other people around you, like your friend support. 
Um, and yet, like I said, politicians often have Jupiter in the eleventh house. Um, I always thought of a politician career. Sorry, you did. You'd be, yeah, you'd be a good politician. I think you would. You got Saturn in Capricorn, which is its home. It's 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 um it's at home. Um, Saturn is exalted in Capricorn, and you have it in the fourth house um, of home and uh, women and fertility and family, which means this could be like a a thing of restriction for you in your life. Family and the people. Yeah. So Saturn's like a really strict teacher mm-hmm. <laughs> and tends to be a very mature planet. Mm. Um, like, because I've got a Capricorn rising, I'm quite mature. Like, and it's something I dislike sometimes. Like, <laughs> I hate how mature I am sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a very good teacher um, and it does set boundaries. So you tend to have a lot of responsibility in home and family. Or later on in life, you might have to look after people in the home more. Mm-hmm. Um and you normally don't like changes and you have a fear of it, but then you will actually make the changes and be okay with it. But mm-hmm. initially, you'll be like, you know, you know, you fall asleep. <laughs> no, it's annoying because it's so correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not falling asleep. Um, so your, your family roots are quite important to you, but yeah, sometimes you, you stay in the past a lot and you overthink things. But I think you tend to find happiness when you do change environments quite a lot. True so. Yeah. So, yeah. Chiron, Chiron's, Chiron's where you get your trauma from. Mm. Chiron's like your wounded healer. Okay. So you have Chiron in Cancer. The inhealable injury of you is your family. Mm. <laughs> the inhealable injury is my family. Yeah. Because right. it says here, people with Chiron in Cancer believe that their parents did not give them proper care, love, or a sense of security. Even in adulthood, their unhappy childhood can still be their open, unhealing injury. And they compensate this, for example, by creating their own family or by constantly dealing with the past or deciding to not deal with the pain of it. Karen in the 10th house, which is what you have, is that no matter how hard these people try, they fail to achieve the social status that they believe they deserve. While they work hard for it, they often enjoy their place. They often see others enjoy their place in the sun. Um, this injury never stops hurting and doesn't heal completely, even when things are corrected later on. So yeah, anyway, that's your chart. Cheers, thanks. Accurate? Yeah, very accurate. It's annoyingly accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is mine if anyone actually cares. Yes, Abigail, we care. <laughs> Don't be so uh, so self uh, so self neglecting. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. You are here and we care. Okay. Um, True. So I have a son in Sagittarius. This is probably like the best thing I love about myself is that I'm a Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. I love it because it makes me playful and fun. Yeah. It's the sign of philosophy and higher education. I want to be a teacher. I love teaching. I love philosophy. Um, and also Sagittarius is just blunt ass. We'll rip into people like that and just not care. True story. So I've been told many times, like, damn, that was brutal. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I have, yeah, I have Sagittarius Sun in the 11th house or the 10th, in the 10th house, sorry, in the 10th house of fame and career. Ooh. Which is funny because when I grew up, everybody met me, told me, I feel you're going to be famous one day. Like even random hairdressers are like, I feel you're going to be famous. And I'm like, because I have a 10th house Sun. Hmm. And a lot of famous people have a 10th house. And when are you going to be famous? Apparently not till later on in life. Ah, all right, yeah. cool. A lot of stuff for me is going to happen later on in life, which is annoying because I'm impatient. Ah, all right. 
right. But I will find recognition in my 30s, I think, apparently. Oh, okay, good. Like 33, 34, I start to really pick up some steam. But haven't you just uh, looked ahead with this stuff so that you look in the future? There's different things that, like, will symbolize. I mean, you can then see when, when that moment is going to hit if the stars align. Yes, what I'm saying about 33, 34 is when oh, I get my sun, right. time and sun. Okay. Um, I've got Moon in Pisces, same as Joachim. Um, I also have Sagittarius Mercury, a Sagittarius Mars and Jupiter. So I have something called a Sagittarius Stellium, which means I've got five or more planets in the same Ooh, sign. Okay. So I'm very Sagittarius. Yeah, you are. Um, but also Capricorn Rising, which I freaking hate about myself. And a Capricorn Venus, which just means I have such high expectations in love that I'm like, ooh, everything you do gives me the ick. Mm. <laughs> and it's high expectations in love, so you, you know, everything is immediately not good. Yeah, I pick it apart. I'm like, you're picky. He's great, but also, mm. yeah, yeah, he's great, but <laughs> he stinks. <laughs> so I've always got my back to to it a little bit. Um, then I've got Saturn in Pisces, um, and I've got Uranus and Neptune in Capricorn, same as you. But, um, yeah, so just explaining this Venus thing I mentioned, I've got it in the 12th house, mm-hmm. um, which, when you, if you have a Venus in the 12th house, it normally means that your partner is normally not going to be from a country that you're from. It's just, like, foreign affairs, but also it's, like, subconscious as well. So it's, like, secrecy and solitude, so you often spend a lot of time on your own, and then you have, like, um, a lot of introspectiveness to your character, um, it's normally when people are quite socially withdrawn. <laughs> wow, there you go. Okay. Which I feel like I am. I'm a bit of a like outsider. Yeah, they're normally quite compassionate people as well. I feel like I'm quite an empathetic, compassionate person too. I agree. So I think that's so. Uh, my Mars is a Sagittarius, which is why I'm like everything's a fight to me. <laughs> you can tell by the way I speak. Mm, yeah. Um, so finally, we get to prediction time, right? Okay. Jochum's predictions for 2023. What is he going to do? What is he not going to do? Where is he going to go? Is he going to be rich and famous or just on the street? Um, so you have a really interesting year coming up. Um, you have some challenges, but also some really nice things as well, particularly to do with foreign travel and relationships. So um, I'll break down some bits of the month. And I know you're going to have like, what does he, you know, what does this mean? But um, to start off, you have a lot of Taurus um placements this spring in your ninth house of foreign travel and higher education so some long distance travel and work tied together so maybe remote working um so january is kind of like a big month because there's a lot of travel um linked to the ninth house again of your foreign travel um and on the 10th of january mars will be in gemini um and you have gemini mars so that's going to be rethinking your career specifically around location and what you actually want to do with it this is not a bad thing it's not an ending but it will be like what am i going to do with this um 18th of january capricorn will be direct mercury this is um uh, really good for like relationships it's like your connection with a relationship is really clear you feel good about it it's very loved up it's like i feel like i can really say what i mean um and it's a bit more serious like with a commitment um <laughs> in march uh, mercury will be conjunct saturn um in aquarius which is a really good time for you to invest um or particularly with a co-worker or like a co-author to really work on something that will grow throughout the year but particularly to do with money, because this year financially is going to be quite good for you. Um, And then on the 7th of March, Saturn will enter Pisces, um, and that's where you kind of form boundaries. 
uh, Saturn is the constrictive planet, planet, um, and Pisces is very dreamy energy. So together, they're kind of really weird uh, together. Um, it's kind of like the realist and the uh, and the dreamer. It's like you and me together. Um, so we we form boundaries that way. Um, you will also have some good finances, sort of from March to April, um, and you have an opportunity for financial stability with the sun conjunct Jupiter and Aries because Jupiter is like the planet of luck and expansion um, and Aries is really quite aggressive uh, and you can really go for your financial sort of um, dreams with that. Um, you will face a little bit more issues with career and love sort of clashing with each other a little bit maybe feeling like you can't progress with your career in the way that you really want to because of a relationship issue um, but I don't think it's anything to worry about as such it's more that there is just some apparent issues there uh 21st mercury will station retrograde in taurus which means you're kind of rethinking issues in your ninth house of foreign travel and long distance um it's actually funny because I booked a flight ticket on the 21st, I believe, or 24th. Uh, yeah, long, long distance travel <laughs> and higher education. So you'll be rethinking elements to that. Then in May, it's not super exciting. You have a lunar eclipse in Scorpio in your third house of like day-to-day -day things. So you might be letting go of something mundane because lunar eclipses are letting go of things. So you might be just ending something mundane that's just not been that interesting or some kind of project that's just been like... I know, you feel like you've had to do it. Um, and then uh, you've got, again, more um, Jupiter in your ninth house, which is a lot of growth and a lot more opt uh, optimism with education as well. Um, in June, it starts off quite ambitious. Um, and then the 17th, we have Saturn retrograde in Pisces. So you're kind of rethinking boundaries in your relationship and the things that you've done up to now, up to June in your relationship. Perhaps even thinking that, not necessarily that you've made mistakes, because we should be positive here, but that you're feeling um, very reflective about, you know, the, the commitments that you've made this year in relationships uh, with friendships and co-workers. Um, but also it's quite interesting as well because of the Saturn in Pisces and because Jupiter as well, your relationship grants you the ability to travel, uh, and the ability to go to different places. So you're probably feeling quite good about that and letting it be more expansive and open for you. Um, in July, Sun in Cancer opposes Pluto in Capricorn. This can show some kind of um, a feeling of isolation and perhaps even manipulation in relationships, feeling um, that you are not able to um, be your fullest self for some reason. Something is holding you back. You're feeling manipulated or isolated for some reason. Um, and then in August, when uh, Mercury's in Virgo, you'll be speaking your truth a little bit more, maybe speaking up on that. Um, for the rest of the year, um, you'll have some really lovely energy with relationships, actually, um, on the 3rd of November, when Venus is in Virgo and it opposes Neptune and Pisces. Um, this is really, really nice energy, actually, um, very dreamy energy can sometimes mean that you put a lot of your kind of wanting of love onto your partner and they may be not able to actually be what you want them to be but it is quite nice energy and then finally 11th of november you have the sun sun and mars and scorpio opposing uranus and taurus quite exciting um yeah really for you i think it'd be really good financially a lot of uh, opportunities to invest um some ups and downs in relationships but generally looking really good there as well um so yeah by the way, first, thank you. Uh, that was cool. 
uh, then um, I really mean that. It wasn't sarcastic. You thought it was sarcastic, huh? No. Ah, uh, why are you so? I don't know. You need to get some sleep. I'm glad you liked reading. I really loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I really thought it was fun. Good. And I wasn't bored at all. I was listening very carefully. I tried to remember everything. And uh, what is it? What? And and you also made that thing that our things align, right? How how is that? Yeah, like? I can show that. Yeah. That might be fun. Yeah, go for it. Okay, we'll do that. Also. Our sinistry. Our sinistry, and it tells you like the aspects and like compatibility and stuff like that and incompatibility as well yes all right where are we incompatible uh i'll break it down so oh, sorry just showing you this is what it looks like oh yeah an arrow so okay. we have four loving aspects yay it's like tender love uh, <laughs> we have five key which is actually really cool i i don't normally see that a lot that's like we're crucial aspects in each other's lives okay maybe the podcast is yeah. like a key thing all right five of these yeah and a phd uh yeah we have three times emotional pain Ooh. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can see that. That means that we sort of... Uh, Emotional lines. suffering and struggle. Yeah, all right. Um, which is like, oh, I'm not sure about that. I'm um, sure about that. We have 16 easy placements, which is probably Ooh. the most important thing. Yeah, We're easy going. Harmonious, yeah. We have 12 conflict. 12 conflict. compatibility. Oh, that's quite a lot, actually. <laughs> so we're, we're yeah. as compatible as incompatible. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Um, so, but we have seven... Um, there's a combination of harmony and conflict. All right. Sort of so we'll, uh, we'll stick. We'll stick. Yeah. So, and it will tell you what things are right. So because you have a Virgo rising and I have a Capricorn rising, that's a really harmonious placement. Okay. Um, it says here, these aspects bring about immediate mutual understanding. And oh, harmony. I agree. Um, we tend to enrich the views of each other mm -hmm. and also open to new opinions and horizons. We tend to have the same likes and dislikes. Okay. Um, and um, says so it favors our reciprocal, and one has the ability to take over the other, so that business partnerships and teamwork are really favorable. Oh wow! So agreed. Teamwork. Agreed. Um, my main in Pisces with your Virgo rising is easy, but it's also conflict and it's also key. Okay. <laughs> so that Bit means of everything. Um, because this is an opposition, which is basically when they're completely opposite to each other. Yeah. Um, it means that uh, you tend to, we tend to understand each other's feelings quite uh -huh. well, but it also means that one or the other might become kind of dependent. Ah, all right. Or like um, seek emotional support. Uh -huh. say. It's obviously you. <laughs> I am co-codependent, right? <laughs> 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 so don't leave me. Um, yeah. So. That's yeah, quite... I was just going to the bathroom and you were already like, uh, you're going to come back. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so that's kind of a nice aspect, I suppose, um, because water and earth. Ah. Um, Sun is Sagittarius with Mars and Gemini is not good. Okay. That's yes. a conflict. Yeah. Because we have a battle of egos, apparently. <sighs> Especially you. <laughs> it's um, obvious. And the ego of the Mars person, which is you, tends to dominate while the Sun person often has to obey. <laughs> oh, is that true? I don't think no, so. No, I don't think so. Right. Um, yeah, we, we may lack tenderness. Oh, okay, yeah. Fighting may occur frequently. We haven't had to fight, have we? No, not really, no. I think. No. Sun in Sagittarius with Sun in Virgo is a no-no. Yeah. I want it. Sun in Sagittarius with Sun in Virgo is a uh, all right. conflict. Okay, because? 
What kind of conflict? Because fire and earth don't really go together. So, that means? Since both individuals are striving to achieve self-realization, but because of their personal differences, they often argue. Yeah. We don't argue. Maybe that comes still. Com- yeah, there's competition between us. I don't think there is. No. However, these obstacles are seen as stepping stones to empowerment. But maybe if you become like a big podcast thing or in California a big, why aren't you taking me with you on the sort of big journey? Yeah, oh yeah, maybe, maybe. Here's a nice one for us. This is a nice one. My Venus in Capricorn with your Pisces moon. That's happy. That's very compatible. Ah, That's there happy, you go. happy people are sensitive to each other's emotions. They give each other care. And we're very creative with each other. There's intuition. There's cooperation. That I agree with. I definitely agree with that. Mm, I think so yeah. too. Uh, my Mars is Sag with your Pisces moon as well. Uh, aspect is great for good relationships with, um, again, intuition and instinct. But also... I give you energy and drive. Yes. And you give me a sense of purpose. Oh, is that really saying it? Oh, wow. Together we use this energy to discover new things and conquer the world. I do agree (laughs) because, for example, just now, right, I was completely uh, uh, screwed up and then I knew we had to do this at two and then I got energy again at like quarter to two. Oh, yeah. Although I also went to the gym, so that may also help. But I do agree with it. I think it's true. Um, Mars and Sagittarius with Venus and Leo. Really nice because they're both fire signs. Okay. Um, again, lots of energy here. Um, yeah, relationship filled with sense of cooperation and harmony. I keep seeing that going throughout the whole thing, so yeah. that's good. Um, this is an excellent aspect for long-lasting friendship, but a lot of depth and understanding with each other and, like, transformation. I see a lot of transformation, like, a genuine, like, friendship and care for each other. Mm, which I agree. Nice. Um, but, again, this one's a good one being able to learn from each other and like teach each other yeah and i will help you overcome your fears okay cool i love that <laughs> apparently <laughs> but I, I feel constricted by you and certain places apparently by me and the sun so it says here the ascendant which is me yeah. may feel restricted by you in some way and then feel insecure oh oh here it was already <laughs> happening just now <laughs> However, if it's positive, then I can learn from you. Okay, so I should do it in a different way. Okay, I'll try. Exciting. Cool. So are you scared of fireworks? No. You're not scared of fireworks, which is a great thing, because this, then, (laughs) is the final episode of this year. Yes. Any reflections on so far? Well, everybody knows it's November, by the way, so we're, <laughs> we're making say, like, wait till I get to the end of the year. But the funny thing is that tonight is bonfire night where there's also fireworks. Mm-hmm. So we have New Year's. We're basically, we're doing New Year's now already. And then mm-hmm. we have another New Year's in the 31st. Yeah. Uh, the 1st. Yeah. Uh, the 1st of January. All right. But you're scared of fireworks? No. We're going to watch fireworks? We're going to watch fireworks. Are we, gonna, are we also going to drink champagne? <laughs> if you're buying. <laughs> All right. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Thanks for this, by the way. I really found it interesting. And yeah, I it was well. uh, creepingly correct, I must admit. Especially the, well, I can't say anything <laughs> of the future, so that's difficult. But especially the, um, yeah, the sort of the blueprint, that was quite, uh, quite, uh, quite crazy, actually. Yeah, well, thank you for letting me do it. So well done on that. Uh, well, thank you for doing it. I enjoyed it a lot. Hopefully, people will like, be interested and actually want to do their own chart. Yeah. Happy New Year or Happy Old Year or whatever you want. Yes, Happy New Year. See you next time. What fun from a lovely Sagittarius and a lovely Virgo. Yes. I'm hot, hot damn. <laughs>
The police and the fireman, too hot. Okay, um, <laughs> Sorry. we're going to get stuck in a minute, you. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs>